back to another capped edition of Jacques. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing I'm doing them both just in case. I'm doing them both just in case. <laughs> We're back. Get another Jean-Claude Van six pack. Another six pack. That's the same six pack. Just, are you getting sick of him yet? Am I getting sick of what? JCV, are you getting sick of Jean-Claude yet? No, he's he's like this weird I, artichoke that I keep peeling back. He's, he's different in each one. Yeah, that's what I mean. And this one's a nice brain grab because I thought it was going to be like... There's no fighting in it until the ending. No, there's no cheat. There's actually like a decent plot. Yeah, um, yes. th- There's character development. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of weird stuff in prison. So don't there's a lot of yeah. This one yeah yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of like what? Guys, well, just I leave, thought it was leave sheets up all the whole time. It was written by David S. Goyer, which is like he did the Blade movies. He did the um, Nolan trilogy. He wrote those too. Right, like, and directed by Diran uh, Serafian, who's also like a credible director in the game too. Right, like he's is he? What else he done? Stuff. Let me pull it up. Do you know, because I, because I, what I recognize about directing, and I guess the editing too, is that the fight scenes, there's a reason why they're not in it that much, and that's because <laughs> they're very cheaply, like, like it's like it's like one of those things where, like you kick a guy, and it's like it, you ch- it changes the angle, and the kick happens again, so it looks like it's happening twice, three times. You know? Yeah, there's a lot of like montages, but it kind of yeah. works in certain places, and there's a lot of close-ups on Jean Claude's face. I get a lot of like directly in his eyes. Yeah, the ending yells um, a lot. Yeah. D-Ren, uh directed Hells on Wheels, if you know. Um, Terminal Velocity, if you don't know. But here's what you'll like about him: he produced Swamp Thing, which you enjoyed. The show? Yes, sir. Oh, well, so he's got his hands on a whole bunch of different things: House, CSI, NY. Uh, he was a producer on The Cape, the limited Cape series, which wasn't bad, but wasn't great. The Cape. Yeah, NBC had this show about a superhero and his whole magical power was just this long cape thing. We'll check it out oh. at some point. It's weird, yeah, but it's, yeah, yeah. it's kind of cool, but it, you know, it's it's funnier to make fun of than it is to enjoy. But we're saying that the writer and the director are like credible. Like they know what they're yes. doing. This, compared this is to... actually the writer's first movie. Sorry to interrupt you. That was that was one thing. No, and this is this is not a bad movie. There's just things in it that don't belong, and things that like yeah. if if you changed casting, it would have been amazing, right? You want that shotgun recap first? Let's do it. Let me get you timed up, sir. So, telling everybody, you have 18 seconds to now review the movie. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. You can begin now. This is Lewis Burke, and he's not in Canada anymore, and he's about to go back to Canada for a prison that he needs to be undercover for. And I don't know where he's like in L.A., but they're they're going to take him there anyways. And inside, there's a lot of rape, and they say rape a lot, and then there's a lot of racism that doesn't really fit. And time, 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 now. time. There's, there's a lot of things that don't fit, but man, once they get to prison, it's a com- completely different movie. I think when he meets his cellmate, he's like, you want that bunk? Get on all fours. Yeah, what's it? And like, he didn't. What? He didn't expressively <laughs> say, he called it punking. Like, punking is. Yeah. Like, that's sexual, I guess, now? It was weird. And this guy's like some skinny dude. I'm like. He was wearing that leather vest for way too long. <laughs> way too long. Did you notice that Jean Claude Van Damme was the only one who had a shirt that was too small? Yes. You notice that, right? He's the yes. only dude. 
and like str- strategically, like he didn't want to get a size that fit. He definitely <laughs> chose a size one too small for him to wear, and like yeah. really wanted to flex. Like I know what I'm doing in here. Yeah. Um, the more I think about it, this, is a weird movie. Uh, <laughs> it's weird. So it, it reminds me of. It's like you were saying before. It reminds me of like the most comparable for it would be like Time Cop, where it was like Time Cop. It was it was kind of fun, but it was weird. And if you they had done a couple of things differently, it would have been really good. And same with this one. Like there's a, the story here is the plot here is actually interesting, and but it's like there's things they there's choices they make that just. This is definitely a movie of choices. This is let's get into <laughs> let's let's get into the casting because it's a very all over the place uh, yeah. type of movie. But again, here we go. Jean Claude Van Damme is playing Louis Burke. You have uh, the awesome Robert uh, Guillaume playing Hawkins. You'll know him from either Great. Soap, Benson, or Rafiki from The Lion King, which is amazing. He's Rafiki. Ah, see, yeah. that's how you know that I voice. Like, you hear the voice, and you're like, mm-hmm. I heard. I was like, man, he sounds familiar. He was great. He was. I think he was the best part of the movie. Cynthia Gibb playing Amanda Beckett, who I don't know what's going on with her, but she's got issues. We'll get she, into that. Oh, okay. I don't know. I've, I don't. Amanda, his his fake wife in the prison. Yeah, like, like the, on the again. Lot, visit. Yeah, that's again. There's stuff that's like, like what, is, what is going on? There's weird pacing. Um, Art Lafleur playing Sergeant DeGraff. He was annoying. Uh, uh, hardcore racist. Um, Patrick Kilpatrick playing Christian the Sandman Nailer. Kind of cool, but like in the wrong movie. Yeah. His, his character belonged in like Last Action Hero or something like that. Um, he's, also, he's also the only villain that didn't drop the end bomb. Yes. He was kind of redeemable. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he wouldn't quit. <laughs> um, Joshua John Miller playing uh, Douglas Tinsdale, who's got his own problems. I'm a Computer cowboy. <laughs> oh, that's the kid. Yeah, that was yeah. He, I was like, yeah. This is this is uncomfortable. Why is she with him? By anyways, <laughs> there's there's weird stuff all over. Um, Hank Stone playing Rowmaker. Conrad Dunn playing uh, Kanifki. Like a weird name to give the. That's Vest dude. That's a that was his, yeah, Kanifki, yeah, yeah. Kanifki, like, yeah. Of all the, could have been Jones. Could have been Smith. Anything. There's, there's enough Smith. Kanifki. Again, this is your first script. Jack Bannon playing Ben Keen. Abdul Sahim El Razik playing priest. I don't know how he got those contacts, but we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> Amir Shimmerman playing Dr. Goatsman. Uh, Harry Walter Jr. playing Jersey. And you know Harry Walter Ju- Walters Jr. from Back to the Future because he's uh, not uh, Chuck Berry's cousin. The original right. guy's like, he gets on the phone, he's like, it's your cousin Marvin! But th- this is kind of unrecognizable in the role that he chose for this one. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pick that, pick up on that. Paulo uh, Tochka playing uh, Perez, which was the first run-in. <laughs> <laughs> Carlise Burke playing Soldier Watsers. And Al Leong playing Bruce, which was uh, a... <laughs> yeah, I, I liked Bruce, he just didn't make sense to where they put him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's get into this movie because this is 1990. This is definitely a rated R. It's called Death Warrant. There's only really like four or five deaths in this. Yeah, yeah, and so it's not really a, it's not really a Jean Claude Van Damme typical sorry a typical Jean Claude Van Damme movie until the very ending. There's no there's no there's not much fighting in it. There's, there's not, not a lot of uh, 
roundhouse spin kicks, kicks. Yeah. Uh, yeah spin kicks until the end and then there was a couple like he slipped he slipped them in i was like yes yeah he got I oh guess. he got his kicks in like, he got his like kicks in. the under the bone kick i was like that's the best one like that was for me but but when they're they're, they're in la right like to start that's what i understand maybe because it's the, weird because they need somebody to go undercover in a quebec prison yeah that's weird so they choose a guy from la but but he's French, right? Like but he's, he's got the, the only, apparently he's the only French. He's cop the only in all guy. The states, yeah. I just like like the movie starts off with this dark like cinematic scene where he's chasing Sandman. Uh, oh, that's right. It's all it's all like um, he killed blue my and like damp and wet and like he gets him, he shoots him down, and then without fail they give you the title card of like eighteen months later and it's all beautiful and he's like back in L.A. and he comes in in his nice like eighty yeah, suit and he's like smiling and like. Like the music changes all jazzy and everything. He's, he's shaking all the cops' hands. He's like high fiving all the like. And there's like mad black cops. He's like, yes, we're best friends. Yes, yes. Yeah, I was like, that's right, I yeah. want this movie. Like this movie seems like what I wanted, but then it, it turns into, you know, I got I got to go into this boardroom and go undercover for these guys. Like one thing I will say was when we, well, that first of all, that first scene when he's fighting Sandman the first time, right? Like we say when he comes out the closet. And he drops his gun, and his gun goes sliding across the room. And the next scene, he has it. <laughs> like, I was like, what? How did he get that? But this this movie, you can. It was um, Goyer's first writing credit, and you can tell that he was making sure he foreshadowed a lot. Yeah, like he, he, fo- he, like, there's good setup. Yeah, he set up everything that happened. So it's like the Sandman knows who he is in the first that that whole. That whole first three minutes is ba- it, it connects right to the third act. It's like okay, there, there's a reason for all this, right? There's a whole bunch of of like a foreshadowing like that. It it just gets weird. And the original plot is pretty cool, right? Like what he's yeah, sorry, the hawk, yeah, and hawk it like sorry, I'm back into it. I just I just I found the note. So there's that there's that. There's like Hawkins working at the front desk. Or the front, or the giving it the clothes, like, like check in, yeah, 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 the check in. There you go. But he's a prisoner. Sam and knowing Burke's a cop. Uh, the rarity of his blood, his blood type when they come when he comes to the prison. Like, like, Cre- oh, yeah, cre- creepy like- doctor appeared creepy from the onset, and they're like, all right, cool. Like they slowly piece back the layers. We were talking about like, oh, like Burke does some detective work in this, so like good on him. It's just once that third act hits, it's like, all right, no, like forget it, shoot it out. And then the, the hard ending was like, oh my gosh, like this is totally eighties movie. Yeah, that's right. It just ends, yeah. I finally give a shout out to uh, Larry Hacken, who plays uh, Mayerson. And you know that guy's fate, like the long... When you see him, when you look up Larry Hankin, he's been in everything. Um, There's that scene, like, and they they really establish from Jump that he's a badass. Because, I mean, when when he's he's talking to to, um, Amanda, he's like... He's like, you shouldn't be on this case. She's like, well, you can't talk to me like that because I'm just because I'm a woman, whatever. And then it starts raining, <laughs> and he doesn't even flinch. He doesn't doesn't need an umbrella. You want an umbrella? He's like, oh no, you're getting wet. He's just <laughs> just kind of stares at her. Yeah, like, he says, I'll see you Tuesday. And then literally the thunder hits and it yeah. starts to rain. She opens her umbrella and she's like, Lewis. And he's like, yeah, you're getting wet. And then like she laughs and walk away. And he's just like, yeah, yeah I he doesn't care. Wet. Okay, I, I wish he said see you next Tuesday because then we would get the whole <laughs> yeah yeah she she's weird too she can't figure out if she loves him or she wants to work with him but you know that's, that's exactly right Beckett's got some problems Beckett's got some issues on like how she's dealing with whoever she's working with in the scene 
I don't know if she's a capable cop. Um, she doesn't understand what undercover means. And like when she first visits him um, in prison, she's dressed up like a, and he's like, you're just like a princess. You're yeah. supposed to be here like my wife. She's like, oh, sorry. Like, yeah, so, and everybody's eyeballing her. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. The more we talk about this, the more I'm going to figure out this is maybe not the best movie. But there's something here. Like there was something that's like it kept it kept me watching. And that's that's why I, that's why I mentioned Time Cop at the beginning because it's it's very similar to that where it's oh you know what the like you said we keep saying this we said it like twice that the plot is decent like there's something there you know because they, they unravel what's going on and maybe basically they're harvesting inmates. Which Better. is a good, good tale, right? Like, every time Perfect I've heard time. that, I was like, that's what amazing, right? Yeah. Pretty simple. Uh, your body is better as a machine. Give me the parts. Cool. Yeah. You guys are you guys are in here for life, so who cares? You're just going to... I thought, based on, like, the trailer and stuff, I thought it was going to be, like, a fight club under the prison. You would think? Was not that. <laughs> I would think was Sandman not. was going to have a larger role in this. No, not. he just shows up at the end to throw a wrench into everything. and He bookends everything, and apparently he's big boss, but he doesn't seem that smart. No, he's not he's smart enough. <laughs> He seems, but he's like a Jason. Like you can't kill him. Yeah, that was yeah. I don't know. They didn't, <laughs> a Can we just talk right ability. about the third act? Because the third act is where all the crazy shit happens. Yeah, let's just let's just talk. Because I mean, the movie itself is like it's whatever. There's a there's an underbelly to the prison that has a bunch of like crossdressers that that can wear like they, so they're okay. I don't understand this prison setup because Sergeant Legraf is basically like, I have rules. If you don't abide by these rules, you can get fucked up. And he has that whole peanut thing in the beginning, which is amazing. <laughs> that shit is so jokes. It's funny, but then he does it a second time, and like right. everybody knows the trick of it. <laughs> like that's what gets me. He does it to the one guy, and then he goes to Jean, he goes to Lewis Burke, and he does it again. And it's like, well, obviously I'm not going to pick that up. So the whole set, the whole setup is he's walking back and forth with the new fish, and he literally says, "You are fish." Like that, yes. I laugh so hard at that. They're all in orange jumpsuits, and he's cracking peanut shells and dropping them at prisoners' feet, and then he makes eye contact with them to be like, and then drops to the shell to be like, "Pick this up, like I own you." So as soon as the first guy does it, he pops him in the back of the head, and he's like, <laughs> "I told you, listen to me, like don't move, right?" And the guy's like, "All right, man, like damn." Then he, he he moves up to Burke and he's like, does it cracks the shell, drops it, and like gives the again. This movie's amazing for close ups of eyes. Like they're always yeah. in everybody's eyes. Yeah. But to your point, like why would I fall for that now? Like, oh, like you, show me. you just that's the, that's what got me. I was like, you literally just did that. I know what you're gonna do if I pick it up, so I'm not gonna pick it up. But whatever. But yeah, you're saying he has all these rules. And like, parts of the prison are like cascading with sheets and flowing. Yeah. It looks like a little oasis, and that's where all the, like the the transgender he she's um, lady boys are all hanging out. That's where you meet priest for the first time, and like he's got like you want to roll my ladies, but like if this is Lef- like Lafleur's sorry not Fleur what's his name Lagraf Lagraf because his name's Lafleur. Um, if this is his like I I control everything. You would think he'd be like, I don't like this, or be getting a kickback, or have Priest on his team, because he yeah. has some insiders that are, like, working for him. So, it's that all over the place. He's like, oh, the guard, even the guards don't come down here. I'm like, well, that doesn't sound like him. He's pretty all over everything. And he, Points to Lewis Burke for using his real name going undercover. Yes. <laughs> that, <'cause, laughs> That's how know. much of a badass he is, right? Is it? <laughs> no, like, is it? Like, we're we're that? we're assuming because we get to see how l- slow the technology is. It only took the third act of an old villain be like, I know that guy. He's the cop. That's as it. opposed to <laughs> That's anybody else just looking him on the computer. Like this guy seems a little too copy. 
did and the, that one speaking uh, of speaking of computers did that whole pro did the whole process make sense to you no okay because i was lost i was like well how how did no. they like oh they're transferring files and all these words just pop up and it's like yeah peanut yellow i, I was like, i remember playing that game when i was in grade two where you're just <laughs> typing and matching yes. the word on the screen <laughs> but there was no actual hacking going on and the fact that he's like okay cool i'll push print and then we'll print out what's happening and it was one of the slow printers i was like this you're gonna be here for three hours so um we have to ignore the technology side of the thing. Yeah, and he just printed out like SL, which meant sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this movie's terrible. Now that we're <laughs> playing everything. The bare bones of it makes sense. Every little piece of, like everything on it is like, okay, this is this makes sense. It's okay. very dated too, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things that don't hold up, including them dropping three N bombs before a thirty minute mark. Yeah, like um, I actually rewound the first I was like did they just say that? I was like, yeah, wait a like second. He, he came in hard with like the hard end. Um, Very casual, yeah. He meets okay. Hawking. So Burke meets Hawking's fairly early. And uh, he's grilling him. Again, another thing with the eyes. And he sees Hawking's dead eye. And he's like, yeah, stabbing, right? Like, I got stabbed in the eye. But Burke already knows this is my dude. Like, I'm going to be friends with this guy. This is the guy I need to break in with, right? Um, then he goes to his roommate. And then the punking thing happens. And John claude being a badass, just chokes him off his feet and he's like i'm going to take the bottom bunk and he's like all right cool right and like they're, and they're friends. friends now <laughs> yeah. by the time they get to the food line it's perez who shows up with um a shiv and is ready to take out hawkins and drops the hard end and he's like hey man hey like i'm gonna take you a i okay so the word threw me off but Burke's reaction to just walk over and snap this the shit, and he's like, "No, you're not going to do that." Like that was the biggest like, that's the move. Like this is my homeboy, right? Like he just snaps it, and then they're like, "Okay, we're gonna do kicks now." Like there's a little mini, mini fight there, but it takes a while for the like the police or like security to come and like break that up. Like this place is operating under like free will. Like they can, it's like recess. Yeah. Like teachers hardly show up. They just do whatever. Yeah, the the funny thing about that guy, that Perez, was it Perez, his name yeah, Perez, he right. comes in, he just he starts calling puto this, and like he's going real hard into the stereotypes. And I'm like, Relax, this guy man. looks white. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wait a second, it is 99. So I looked it up. I can't remember the actor's name, but he actually he's he's Hello, half Coca. he's half Portuguese, half Italian. Right. So not the. He's not Latino. Yeah, and I'm not looking for it. I mean, Portuguese, I guess, is, it's it's right beside Spain. So I guess there's... Yeah, go but, tell um, Spaniards that Portuguese matches. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I am not going to do that. I was just saying that at least it's go in the same... At least, it's, at least it borders Spain. Like, but I'm Sh- like, this guy, sure. looks, yeah, this guy looks white as hell. Well, even saying... Put- and then the, the whole joke of when he finally comes to get his revenge on Burke, he doesn't bring another Hispanic dude. He brings... <laughs> Bruce <laughs> and Bruce is Asian. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah you're, and Bruce is quintessential. Like you've you've seen him. Let me find his name again because I got to give him a shout out. You've seen yeah, looks- Al Leong in so many eighties movies. It's not even funny to the point that he. But he just comes with chains and he's like, "You guys get these chains and start swinging chains." <laughs> That's another thing too. This, this tight this tight knit prison that apparently is run like a like a prison. Like clockwork well out of machine yeah. and there's guys walking around chains you got this guy walking around chains you got guys in the laundry in the it's, o- it's only burke mopping in the laundry room like after hours like what's, <laughs> like, what's going on here <laughs> he's, like, he's like whistling and everything too he doesn't have a shirt on again right he's wearing his like 
tight white shirt. It's all rolled yeah. up. It's got his tags yeah. on. He's like, yes. He's doing this little Jean-Claude Van Damme. That guy, he got everywhere he needed to go. Like, oh, you need, you need to go. He got money. He got booze. Yeah, yeah. You gotta go talk to this guy in the lab. Okay. Next scene, he's mopping. He just mopped everywhere. He just he just mopped. Like, wouldn't they be suspicious of like one inmate that just wants to mop everywhere? Like, I need someone to do a floor map of this prison. It's amazing. It's just him in the middle, and everything he needs is one big circle. They just walk around. We didn't even talk about how the fight where um, what's his name? Perez shows up again, but doesn't bring a weapon. Like he only had one shiv. And then he yeah. shows up again, and he gets dummied by the mop handle, <laughs> and thrown into a dryer. Yeah. Oh, and, that wasn't that Bruce that he did. That he yes, Bruce. Sorry, Bruce gets thrown, and then yeah. <laughs> uh, Burke has the the foresight to turn it on, so it starts spinning. Like that, he's gonna get murdered, by the way, right? Like, <laughs> like broken glass and a turning spot. Like you just killed a man, right? Um, I love when uh. Burke's trying to sit down in the cafeteria and he goes to Hawking's table and he's like, no, Black Swan, you can't sit here. So he goes to like the white, I guess they're Nazis, but they don't really say they're Nazis. No, they don't, but yeah. But he sits down to a Mohawk and the weird sideburns. And he's like, what did you do to get in here? He's like, I killed a man. And I tattooed all three names on my head. And then Burke's like, that's very special. (laughs) (laughs) End scene. I like I that they let him be sarcastic asshole, but I'm surprised he didn't get his comeuppance for it. Did you also notice that how cell they always use cell phones in the basement of a prison? Yeah, which would make no sense. Like it was like doesn't make any sense. I can't use a cell phone in the basement of my house. And we the have the technology is- to pick up cell phone yeah. signals <laughs> in the basement. Right? We're on five G. They're that's- working on like less than one G. Yeah. They're working on kanji. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Somebody laughed yeah. at me. Bruce laughed at that. No, no, no. Bruce is dead. (laughs) Bruce Bruce is dead. I feel bad now. Bruce was a highlight. I was like, I know this guy. Um, who? There and then the the, I don't know. There's a lot of scenes that were just you know what's brought. You know the thing with the movie is when you when you think about it, everything was just so convenient. Like when Hawkins had him in the laundry basket, and he was pushing him down the hallway. Oh my gosh, that's a great scene. Yeah, but the guard comes over and he just happens to touch. Two pokes. Isn't? Yeah. Two pokes. So one shallow in and then one kind of in the middle. And he finds the bait, which was the the jar of booze, right? Well, no. Hawkins is like, okay, you got me, right? Like Hawkins ran an audible and was like, all right, cool. Let me pull this jug, which I think was the whole thing. Like, let me pull it. But if I was serious, I wouldn't turn my back to go walk down the aisle to go drink some hooch with this prisoner with a dead eye. I'll just take the And then Burke sneaks out. He's like, ha right? And I think he has a key or like a little lockpick, but he opens that records room pretty goddamn Quickly, easily. yeah. Does some no detective work. I don't know what, but like he finds out, I guess, the the prisoners. He found out the, the keyword that he gave to the the, the hacker guy. Right. And I, mean, I don't know. I, I, it was just, just kind of like this and then this. And then this. I just laugh so hard at he makes a sound in the records room and then the security's like, all right, I got to go in there because I heard something. And he shimmies up like a cat to yeah. <laughs> like a bean. <laughs> He's just yeah. hanging on there. And you get the whole before Mission Impossible, the Mission Impossible blood drop or like sweat drop that hits the table. And again, I appreciate Hawking's because he's smart enough to be like, oh, crap, and puts a yeah. cup over the blood. So, like, this is a movie that should have been highlighting Hawkins way more than yeah. Jean-Claude Van, I'm a cop. Is he a better detective than Batman? Always, yes. 
Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, he doesn't. I've never seen John Glover in the induced detective work, but man, was he sharp. Robin's a better um, Robin than Amanda. Like, Amanda back at the Yeah, she's not good. Like, and just kind of playing catch up the whole time. Because every time we cut two scenes outside of the jail, like, she's just trying to get information from all these powerheads. Yeah, she's getting shut down. Until until Buddy uh, just spills the whole plan to her. I miss those. I miss the villains that just talk about everything. They're so evil and so in power that... We don't get them anymore. He just pulls a gun. And he goes, I'm doing this because <laughs> because my wife needed a liver. And you're not going to tell me. <laughs> and you're not going to tell me anything. We've been doing this with him and them. And it's a whole condition. And then the, he didn't even have the, the wherewithal to lock the door. So his no. wife. <laughs> she's like, tell your wife. And then she runs out. And she's like, oh, no, Helen. Oh, like, like Helen gives a fuck. Like, Helen's not going to care. Like, cut the check, right? Like, clearly this is a lucrative business. Because yeah. these guys are already like sipping iced tea to talk to Amanda earlier in earlier scenes. That's right. Who cares if they got like a little more for human hearts and stuff? It's just, I don't think your operation is as tight knit and controlled as you think it is. There's a lot of holes for things to go wrong. What's funny is that he's like, when he's telling her the, the, the plan, he's like, Oh yeah, they're, they're just inmates. They're scum of the earth. They're like waste. Yeah. But you sent a cop in there. Yeah. And you know, you did. So it's not re- what you're saying doesn't make sense because he's not an inmate. So cop. what's the plot now? Did they want to kill Burke? Apparently, I, I, they sent him in there to find out why people were dying. But they already they knew, knew the why people were dying. They Everybody was his, dirty. Yeah, it's just his blood type was rare, so they wanted his organs. Ah, there we go. Right, and his organs. You could have done that. In the type, f- his blood type was that rare. AB yeah. negative. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's inmates out there somewhere. You could transfer them. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. I'm trying poking. I'm sure. I mean, there's. It's not hard to. This is a Swiss cheese of a movie. That <laughs> I thought was. I was trying to give this like a lot of caps. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And then you telling me about the literal geography of this prison, how yeah. he steps out of the cell and he's immediately Everywhere. in the place that he needs to be. Like when he's choking the other prison guard and he threatens to make him drink pee. That's right, yeah. yeah. How are you intimidated? <laughs> He's behind bars. You just kick him in the nuts and move the other way. Like, he can't yeah. follow up. And then I but he's still holding anyways. him and, like, pops the cap. He's like, what is this? He's like, it's soda pop. He's like, All right, then you're going to drink this soda pop. I was like, what? No, I'm not drinking the pee. Like, <laughs> I can't. It's like, it's like recess. Like, this is a schoolyard. Except rape and um, a lot of N-bombs. And but, yeah. A little Look bit at of the murdering. ending when he's. I know you're in here, Burke, because I can smell. I was like, this that wasn't necessary. You didn't like none of this is none of the no. There are times. Do you hate Burke or do you just... hate black people? Like that's what it is. Like go after the black people then, right? But why are you bringing like that, those two that cross? Like those, those diff, the different swords here. I'm glad that he got killed by priest and not Burke though. That, that, I'm that glad was... that priest came back. Yeah, priest came back and shot. I was glad it wasn't just like a another like I'm the hero. It's like no, no. Like, priest and priest is a full out pimp. Like he's like yeah. like literally. Yeah, um. I don't know where he got the contacts from, but I'm not mad at it. Uh, I'm mad at when we do. So Burke gets to, I guess, the black cell block fairly fast because that's the geography of yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> it needs to be they change the music to... like they have the yeah. hip hop yeah, record scratch. As they're showing you as many stereotypes as you could possibly fit in a prison with this block being all black people. You, you watch it and you you pick out what you don't like. What I don't like specifically is there's a dude with rollers in his hair who's still trying to keep his jerry curl. Get the fuck out of here. That's not going to happen, <laughs> prison. Right? Like, 
The guy's working out cool. The guy's like smoking ganja fine. Like there's Rasas in there. I'll be damned if I spend my prison dollars to maintain my Jerry curl in 1990. It's not going to happen. I was like, that dude doesn't fit in here. All he was missing was the pacifier. I'd be like, wait, you you guys were watching Boys in the Hood. Like that's yeah. that's what's going on here. Yeah, and they just they're like, oh, let's. It, it like they had it on in the other room. We're like, okay, let's let's do this and this and this for our okay. for our movie. H- how do we reach these black people? All right, let's <laughs> let's pander to them and show them what they think they're gonna see behind bars. Um, and even think- well, I was just gonna say, even Hawkins calls in that uh, Burke just walks wherever he wants to go. He's like, you go anywhere, don't you? White like white man can just go anywhere. I was like, yeah. he can't go in it, like because he just walks in. He doesn't pay off anyone to get into the like everyone just, no, like, just, mean, just walks in. Yeah. All the black dudes are just mean mugging him, right? And like they're posed up and like back to back in certain spots. It's like like nobody's like, hey, who are you? Yeah. Why are you here? <laughs> He's been he, there for a day. He walks from the base up the stairs around the corner. To, and like Hawkins is like a made man in there, right? Like yeah. He's and smoking, smoking his doobie and everything, right? But he's like, and then Perkins just walks in and sits down. I was like, what? Yeah, he's been there for a day at he's, this point. And he didn't beat up a big prisoner nope. in the beginning to get respect, too, right? Like, no, he just didn't pick up the peanut shell. That's it. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> That's the one time. <laughs> oh, he gets it if you don't pick up the peanut shell. I, like, I wish I heard stories of all of them talking about when I got here in 18, 1986. I bent for that peanut shell. Yeah, I yeah. bent, and I never was the same. Yeah, that was the end of that. When Sandman jumps out of the fire at the end, is that <laughs> is that badass or is that just kind of like sad? Because he just he doesn't do anything once he jumps out. He goes, "Welcome to hell," and then he jumps out and he's just. When burnt. Sandman shows up again, that was badass because yeah. I thought he was dead, and like it's just a prison scene where like and they're like someone news coming, and you see him slow motion walking. I was like, okay. When he jumps out of a furnace. After getting Jean-Claude Van kicked into the furnace, where it was like, badass, slow motion, yeah. this is going to be the end. I was like, this is a different movie now. <laughs> this does not make sense. No, and, he, and he looks like Jason, Freddy Krueger, like every horror film. And he's giant, a tall dude, right? Like, this would have been a cool fight. He's got that giant wrench, like the, like the, the cartoony size wrench. It's like... That was hilarious. Because Jean-Claude Van... Like, so they end up in a boiler room for the final fight. And <laughs> at some point... Jean uh, Burke rips his shirt off, and he gets to the yeah, what platform. Happen? Uh, it just it rips because I was like, mu- I, 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 the muscles. You I'm not muscles. even joking. I'm I may have looked away, but I'm not joking at all. Like he just suddenly had no shirt on. I was like, wait a second. It rips in an earlier fight, and then he tears the shreds off because you don't need shreds. But right. he jumps off the platform. And he's like, "Come on!" And he starts flexing. Yeah, yeah and they do a three sixty shot. Like, wrench. "Come on, come on!" And, and then what killed me is you just see a slow motion wrench come from out of screen and bonk him. Like he's smart enough to block it, but it still bonks him. I was like, "That's great!" Like I haven't yeah, seen that. You that was amazing. Oh, it's, it's this bad. It's, it's, and then it just then they go to the prison. And it just ends. Just bam. It's like, oh, okay. What did you think of um, this line from Hawking's? Being a cop in prison is worse than being a baby raper. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, an, that's an actual line of dialogue. Yeah, that's right. That, I forgot about that. Because the prison turns on him after Sandman shows up and says, yeah. that guy's a cop. And I was like, oh, no. And everybody just goes, oh, yeah, yeah. And starts letting, like, Sandman has free range to go anywhere because he knows how to open all the prison cells. All the prisoners start running after Burke. That's right. And he's running down. I was like, all right. Then he meets Sarge. And Sarge is like, all right, no, we can save him. 
closes the prisoner gate so all the mob is trapped, but takes Burke into a smaller room with all his cohorts. Hawkins is there, too, by the way. Yeah, to be like, okay, now we kill him here. Yeah. Why don't you just let the prisoners tear him apart? Why do Why do you need That's to be? Because you could have still shot the gun and be like, "Okay, he's dead. Move away. Let me get the blood." And the but like you brought him to a smaller room. Yeah, it's and then he's just kicking everybody. And he's getting kicked so much. What did you think of when um Mohawk came back and started to fight Burke with a dumbbell? With the weight, yeah, the yeah. dumbbell. That was so... <laughs> I like the the one part where he, I think he hit. Was it priest he hit with it? He hit yeah. somebody with it. And it, was like, it was just it was just this. And then all of a sudden it cuts and the guy <laughs> the guy falls. There's so many weird weapons in this movie. Like only two then, people use guns. And then rather than bash Burke over the head with the dumbbell, he tries to choke him with it. Yes. Like just it it's wrestling logic. Because if you have a sledgehammer, you can't really swing it at somebody's head. You have Plus to like choke. hold it and like yeah. jump into them and like pounce it onto their back. I was like, what's go- I understood it, but I was like, this is not wrestling, though. You can't get away with this stuff. So, what do you get? How many, how many, how many bottle caps are you in this? We're not going to talk about Amanda getting groped. Oh, that's right. Yes, the visit when she comes, she comes to visit him, and he's just like predatory. Like, just- Before, so here's the timeline. On her third visit, her first visit, she doesn't dress right. Her second visit, she gives information and a book with money in it that he yep. peels back. The third visit. They don't like Burke anymore, so they're giving her a hard time. Yeah. So it's um, Sarge and the other tall, creepy guard, and they're like, yeah. oh, we're going to have to patch it down. And she's like, I request a female guard. And it's like, uh-huh. I don't no, think no. anybody's around. So dude full out, like, touches shoulders under armpit and then, like, squeezes breast and, like, smiling yeah. and eye contact. I was like, this is the most uncomfortable thing I've seen the whole time. And then he's like, I didn't find anything. So Sarge is like... We may have to do a strip search. Cut to conjugal trailer. Burke's in there. Burke already got beat up. And he sees Amanda. Amanda's like disheveled and like obviously still kind of she taken out of it, right? She, she just, just got to yeah, she got assaulted. Yeah. And Burke just got beat up. And Burke just and beat up. And he's, and, he's in his, and he's in her ear like. He was chained yeah. naked too. Remember? He was chained naked in some of the games. Not at but. first. At first, at first he's uh fully clothed and then somehow he takes off his cloth yeah, cuffs yeah. and then strip him down and get super dirty. And the, like, he's super dirty, like really fast. The point is neither one of these people should be in the mood right now. Correct. But that's like they got 30 minutes, so they get <laughs> it in. And the way he comes on to her, he just kind of like leans on her. Yeah, and, and like you know, yeah, he goes French Canadian in her ear. It's like, so do you have the documents then? Yeah, and then it's, and she's like, she, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine that was that was uncomfortable just because the scenes that preceded that was like this is you know what that was a choice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just you know, give me, a, John... give me a one scene in the middle. Just break that up. It shouldn't be exactly. She, she gets groped and then hey man, I'm gonna hook up with this dude that I. Had no, this. she directly went from being assaulted to. Wanting to conjugal visits, Conju- yeah, uh, yeah, that was weird. Um, also, at the end, none of his scars that he accumulated in that boiler room were on him in that parking lot. That's right. Yes, when he's when he's carrying, he's carrying Hawkins. To, to, geez, this yeah. movie's so bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> this movie's so bad. Uh, I do, I do enjoy. Um, Hawkins saying, "Go fuck yourself, you pudgy bastard!" And yeah, that was spit, good. Spit yeah. and then getting blown up again. And, it, 
we're all over the place because the movie's all over the place. Movies, but how, so how many, how many bottle caps you give it? Originally, I was like, hey man, this could be a three. Nah, man, it's like two. one and a half, two. Yeah, I'll give, two, I'll give it two because I, I did enjoy what was like, it got me in the sense that I was like, oh okay, when when he revealed his master plan, I was like, okay, that's not that bad. I I can believe that. I could I could see a movie written better than this, but yes. I mean. I don't even think this movie was made for Jean-Claude Van Damme. This is the least no. Jean-Claude Van movie until the third act. He's like, okay, this is what I need. I need close It's like they, it's like they made that for off. him. Yeah. And then that's where you get all the montages of the, 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 the punches uh, and, he's, and yeah. the screaming. And he does all the Street Fighter kicks, which is amazing. Yeah. And then there's a furnace. There's a furnace the size of a man there for some reason. And, like, and Sam just opens it for no reason. <laughs> Welcome to hell. <laughs> and it stands in front of it to yeah. celebrate one <laughs> And then gets kicked into it. I think it's like, okay. He's the worst villain ever. Come on, man. Ah, catch you in your dreams. <laughs> He's an idiot. <laughs> He's so dumb. <laughs> what are you doing here? What do you think you're looking at? I'm new here. I don't care where you are. You think you're just sleep here? Real estate. Cost you $500. Don't have any money. Oh, you don't have any money. Well, that's okay. You can punk. Excuse me? <laughs> you get that on your hands and knees. And you pay. Just like any other cherry. I don't think so. Oh, you don't think so? Possibly. You might want to reconsider. I don't pay. I don't punk. Okay, okay. Take it easy. I was just jerking you around. You don't have to have a hairball about it. Look, want the top punk? Take it. The bottom would be nice. Better yet, you got it. 